0: Good evening and welcome to slam the Gabble, the show that tells it all regarding family court and cps issues i'm your host marianne Petrie, and to honor alienated parents next month on international parental alienation awareness day Epiphany Awaits is offering a faith-based retreat for alienated parents with both in-person and a Zoom option on April 23rd through the 25th, 2021 at the Resolution Center in Jacksonville, Florida. Only $100 for a weekend of support for the journey with speakers, including Dr. Mark Roseman and other professionals focused on guidance, friendship, and compassion. Seating is limited and discount applies to registration before March 15th, and after March 15th, it's $125 registration fee. Scholarships are available. Email requests for application and registration form to epiphaniesawait at gmail.com. That's E-P-I-P-H-A-N-I-E-S-A-W-A-I-T at gmail.com. My guest is a returning guest. He's Davey from Derby, England welcome from across the pond <laughs> yes yes absolutely yes we had a great conversation that was on december 12th so i've got you back yes. on to see how you're doing
1: good yeah good, all right yeah oh um, everything's going fine with Lana, it's great yeah um, i'm hoping sort of thicker on holiday this year but really does depend on what's going on with this covid thing but um, yeah, spoke to my friend who lives in Denville, New Jersey, and um, I may be him. It really just depends on what's happening with the flight situation and whether I'm allowed to come over there. And if I need to, if I need to come back and isolate for two weeks, I'm obviously not going to do it because obviously my work situation. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but it's going well. It's really good. I'm having a still. I, I think. Uh, Touch wood, I think, from from a point of view where her mum's playing games, I think we're sort of, I think I'm free from the shackles of it. But uh, you never know. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, I think Alana's now old enough to, she's now old enough to know that what she wants, she makes decisions. Like last weekend, she wanted to, Go home early because she wants to spend the Mother's Day with her mom, and I was like, "Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's what it is." Mm-hmm. So I'm not that person who can try and block those sort of things. She wants to see a Mother's Day or on a birthday or anything like that. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. So, and I just hope the is i just hope it's reciprocated when it comes around to it.
0: So, do you do you have like worries though, like in the back of your mind that you know she could become brainwashed? I mean, like...
1: Um, I used to, if I'm honest, I used to. Those worries, how can I put it? I'm, I would never say that they're not there, but however, it's getting... I think Alana is growing up now. I think Adol's is growing up now to the point where she knows what she wants. Uh, she knows what she wants now. She makes She makes it quite clear. She's her own person. I think we're at a stage now where she's 13 this year. And it's not like she's a four-year-old, five-year-old who can manipulate into saying things anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, the one thing I do, although it does give me a bit of grief sometimes, is when she's she's very much her own person. She, she's not afraid to tell you what she thinks. Um, lately, she seems to clash a lot with her mum. Mm. Um literally every time I go there recently there's an issue. There's been an argument between her and her mum. And so and she I think she feels very comfortable talking to me about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um like I say she's growing up a lot now. She's even got a boyfriend and Uh-oh. all that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I know where that's coming. Yeah. So it's um Although I do laugh because, um, I look, like she's quite tall, um, and, and she I think she towers over him, and and I, and I did joke with the Lana because you look like his older sister, he look like his bigger sister so I go, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, she's eight, she's twelve and she's about five or six something like that, mm-hmm. so yeah, she's a tall girl. She after she may exceed me, I think. There's a few tall women in our family, so, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. Um, I think she may go down that route, but yeah, she's doing all right. She's, um, I think her, her autism's, I would never say it's, I would never say it's getting better because I don't think you can say that. I just think she's managing that a lot better.
0: Well, that's good.
1: She, yeah, I think she's managing a lot better. In some cases, you would hardly even know it was there. Mm-hmm. So she's got friends over here where I live, and she's got friends where... She lives herself and that stuff because I think that's one of the things with autism. It struggles to make friends, so and that was there a lot. And I, you stopped saying that she sort of worried about that. So I just turned around and go, "Well, it will come." So yeah, and so it's starting to happen now. But yeah, the relationship me and her mom. I think the need that needle's always going to be there. I'd <clears> lie <throat> if I said it. I'd lie. I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. I'd be lying if I said that I forgive and forget because I haven't. I've never forgot. It's always going to be there. I've just learned to sort of deal with it and get on with it for the sake of Alana. And so the the tension between a mom is no longer there, which is a bit strange. There's just no tension there at all, which is a bit strange. But... Hmm. I think that's just down to the fact that we probably see each other less.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or or maybe things have settled down.
1: I think so, yeah. I think things have settled down a lot, and she's now at an age, like, she's, like, we're both 40 this year, and uh, which, to be fair, I'm pretty much dreading, to be honest. But, yeah, we're both 40 this year, so I think we're both, maybe it's a bit of the fact that we've grown up a bit so i don't know because mm-hmm. when all this happened we were in our late 20s and blah 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 when it all first started and so mm-hmm. i think maybe and also maybe it has got something to do with that she has a partner she has her own life she's got two other children maybe she doesn't want any conflict anymore either so it's it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's things so yeah i don't know but yeah in that respect it's going well well yeah. that's good yeah
0: you know um, i maybe maybe with you know um everyone's maturing and no one's running into court and now things are just going smooth and maybe you know maybe and like you said she's gotten on with her life so maybe yeah it'll, it'll just be home yeah.
1: yeah i think what it is as well uh, um, Her, maybe her husband's had a bit of a common influence. She's been married; she got married in that time and stuff like I didn't particularly see any problems with him, but Alana doesn't seem to get on with him very well. Um, they seem to clash an awful lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't know. I didn't see the problem with him. Um, he, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I, I'm not there when it happens, so. Sometimes these teenagers, as she almost is all my stairs, can be a bit of a drama queen and sort of be a bit grumpy as they get to a certain age. I've experienced her being like that, but she doesn't really do that with me. She doesn't really kick off at me that much. I'm, see, I'm, I think I'm more, apparently a mum said something to her that where well, I've not heard it. A mum turned around and said, um, the fact that, I always get the fun with her, that's why I never see it. And I'm like, well, no, that's not the case. I've had to sort of tell her off a few times for not
2: mm-hmm.
1: doing what she should be doing. She still does it, She still, you ask her to get in the shower, two hours later, she's still not in the shower. Uh, yeah. uh, it's just, uh, I joke yeah. about it, because um, my girlfriend, my, my, my girlfriend Rachel, she's got a son. And uh, she jokes, like, we we both go on about um, that she's got a son he's four. And, uh, and and sometimes I see things which I said, well, I'll do that a bit different. Mm-hmm. And then there's times when I probably sound like I've got it all together and then she'll hear me on the phone and i am like, Alana, get in the shower. <laughs> and I, and she, she's like, see, it's not so easy. Goes, no, no, fair enough. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... um. Yeah, she's, um, she's becoming her own woman. So, sort of, I say woman, she's 13, but she's got, like I say, she's got friends ever. She's she almost got her own identity. She loves what she loves. Um, she's very musical. So, oh, good, yeah. good. She loves music. She's recently had a guitar, a keyboard, all this other stuff. She likes all types of music. Um, she, although, I'll tell you one thing that's strange her, her interests keep changing. Mm-hmm. Um, her interests keep changing constantly. Um, years ago, it was Michael Jackson, it's Michael Jackson for years. Don't get me wrong; she still loves him. She still loves the Grandy Watson, but Watson. But, um, but she's into new things now and different. Uh, she's into online gaming, which mm-hmm.
2: I've,
1: it's. Uh, but she's now just weirdly recently just got into wrestling, which is a bit. Uh, but I, I had that. I watched that as I grow up. And now she's a huge fan of this wrestler called Edge, who's whatever, she's a massive fan of him. And also the band Alter Bridge, when it's all sort of intertwined. I think some of that's my influence, but um, yeah. But she's, it's, it, I don't know if it's to do with her autism, but her, 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 it's almost like her, she gets new interest, and, but then it's like obsessive. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like obsessively interested, and it's obsessively wants to do it all the time. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, but I also like to do the things with her that I used to do as a kid. So, mm-hmm. like, stay up and watch these wrestling events or stay up and watch these other things and do all these other things with her. Um, she had taken to football yet, which you guys call soccer, not taken to it. She's not really, I don't think she's kind of feeling it. <laughs> oh,
0: well, maybe so, later, she,
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's um, it, it's go real. She's she's. She's got a better relationship with my mum now as well.
0: Oh, good,
1: my daughter, because that wasn't going very well for a bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and sort of at first it was those clashing all the time, and uh, because a lot they both got that fiery personality. My mum was like that, my daughter's like that, and my daughter's hate's been. I know this sounds, I don't know if this sounds a typical kid thing, but they just hate being told what to do, mm-hmm. and um. And yeah, it's um, it's, but now she's not under feet a lot because when I fit when I split up with a partner, not two years this year now, I first moved in with my mum for a little bit. Um, you know, the in between thing where you're looking for a place and whatever. And I was taking I was taking my daughter around there and that they, they just clashed. Uh, I think now they're not seeing each other constantly on each feet, they just a lot better. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah but she gets on really well with my brother and um, mm-hmm. she gets on really well with my brother um like cuz me and my brother currently share a house and mm-hmm. um, and so he sees her a lot and he he make, he does little pranks when he came down and you know the you know the, <laughs> the Michael Myers mask from Halloween he oh, came yes. he, he came <laughs> down in it. that yeah, he came down in that and it made a just jump out of her skin. <laughs> but, but yeah, we saw the funny side, yeah. But they get on quite well. So yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's going all right in that regard. Yeah, it's going well. Um, Does she
0: like so, horror films?
1: Well, she's trying <laughs> to. She's trying to. She like, Um, It was strange because she likes Jaws, film Jaws. <laughs> I'm not sure where you would place that in terms of a horror film, because that was based on a true story, wasn't it? Um, the eventually book, um, but that doesn't bother. And I'm like, well, this is kind of, this kind of stuff happened. Doesn't that not bother you? Oh, it's just a robot, innit? But then you try and give a scary film, she's like, no, she's not feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> I think the closest she's got, got to is Gremlins. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Gremlins, I think, is close. She got to, but she's not feeling the whole horror films yet. So, mm-hmm. see, I'm like an 80s child, I grew up as an eight in the 80s, and sort of,
2: yeah.
1: I love that ear and I'm trying to introduce her to it and that sort of thing. So, but yeah, it's, and she's telling me about new things that she's into, and all the time I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's. In, great she loves a lot of stuff over in america as well there's loads of things in america a lot of her youtuber is american so um yeah she's into the american culture as well so a bit like i was kid. i was huge i was hugely influenced by the american culture hugely influenced so um a lot of things over there that influenced me but like i I said family over there didn't i so so it's um i grew up that way
0: well, I was always interested with um Great Britain and I read nicely. a lot a bunch of history books on, you know, the King, King John, and <laughs> I studied a lot of history. So I was really fascinated with it. Then I then I told you I got to move over there for about two years, up in yeah. Newcastle. So <laughs> Oh
1: that's yeah. north of here. Well north of here. Uh up the top, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: They talk funny, don't they?
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's that Geordie accent I guess
1: yeah yeah i know I know people from like Middlesbrough and Sunderland, which is right next to there, and that's that sort of um Teesside side the, the, the sort of region's called Teesside. side and that Teesside side regional accent is just so strong and uh, yeah, and there's there's different accents around the country you've got rummy. Which is like Birmingham, as it's known. Uh, they call it Brummie in Birmingham, and mm. then you've got different sort of. things. you've got Liverpool, which is where the Beatles come from. And um, that is another strong one. My, um, I work with a, a, a bloke from Liverpool, and and I'm always joking about his accent. And yeah, it's different cultures, and it's so much. And my my daughter. She's from Stoke-on-Trent, so um, that's got an interesting accent. Have uh, have you ever heard of Robbie Williams?
0: Yes, yes.
1: Yes, he's from Stoke-on-Trent, so that's where my daughter's from, uh, that Mm -hmm. area. So uh, a lot of people, or or the Wedgwood Potter is. So, um, yeah, that's what that's famous for. And that's got a funny bit of intertwined accent between Liverpool and Manchester, so... Mm -hmm. My daughter has that little twang, so I will say "book" and she'll say "book," and all that sort of stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
0: Oh. Well, I, I yeah, because I was told like every twenty miles there's a different dialect.
1: Yeah, yeah. It does change uh, quite a lot. Um Like my my girlfriend Rachel, she's she's from Sheffield, and she, so her accent is very strong. She she we was on about um, was on about something the other week and she referred to, like, you know, like a subway, like an under-subway, mm-hmm. and she called it something, and I can't, I still can't remember what she called it. And I was like, what are you talking about? What, what's that? And then she calls an alleyway a ginnel and all that sort of stuff, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, the, the accents are so strange. I remember watching Robin Williams... Do different accents around the, from this country and did brilliantly, um, and he was able to do that so well. So it's interesting yeah. how you talk about the history of this country at the minute, because our our monarchy is getting tossed to shreds, isn't it?
0: I feel so bad. I'm oh, what a shame! Getting
1: Absolutely getting tossed to shreds at the minute. I don't even know what to think of it. I don't even. I, I don't even really particularly have a position on it. I see so many people on social media going that. Meghan Markle's this and the Queen's this and there's racist this and so I'm like you don't know what's going on behind closed doors you don't know what's been said one person will say one thing, another person will say another thing it's just like, wow it's interesting
2: mm-hmm.
1: you, you, the only thing I'll say you, you're trashing a family that's been around for a thousand over a thousand years
2: mm-hmm.
1: a, a royal family that's been around for over a thousand years and it's it's yeah it's not
0: good (laughs) no it's not no and i felt i even feel bad that you know if princess diana was around what would she be thinking of this
1: um Mm. to be honest harry was always a bit of a he was always a bit of a i'm not gonna say the word black sheep or a bit of an outsider of the royal family, but he always had his own sort of thing. But to be honest, a bit like Diana was. Diana mm-hmm. was like that. She always had a sort of her own direction. And uh, I think Harry always felt uncomfortable in the royalty sort of encompass in that sort of position. I always thought he was uncomfortable with that. I do. And, um, and I think Princess Diana was as well. And you could see that the parties he went to went to a lot of parties he did this he did that Mm -hmm. and i think that he was always looking for another direction to go in but i don't know this is i'm pretty sure and to be honest when i can see i can see sympathy from both sides with harry when 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 you when princess diana died how many how many I think it was about 12-year-old boy he at the time when she died, mm-hmm. 1997, I think it was. Um, how many 12-year-old boys have to walk and follow their mom's coffin in front of mm-hmm. millions and millions of people around the world? Mm-hmm. Um, that That's how many people can deal with that. I know I couldn't, that, mm-hmm. but that's going to affect anybody. So, yeah, there's got to be some deep issues there somewhere. But,
0: yeah, so sad. Yeah.
1: yeah, it is. It is. I... It, at the end of the day, um, it, it makes me laugh when you hear people, you do hear people go, well, why have we got an American joining our royal family? It's just like, well, with all due respect, how many people around the world have joined the royal family? It's mm-hmm. it, it, like, it's it's ridiculous. Prince Philip, is it? He's, he wasn't born in this country. So mm-hmm. it's it's, it, it's, just, it, it's all the people coming out with their opinions and, Hatred and all that, it's just ridiculous. It's yeah. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I hope it doesn't I'm, get worse, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I hope not either. I hope not either. It's um, the only thing I will say is Meghan Markle knew what she was getting into when she married them or into the family. It was mm-hmm. effectively you're marrying into the monarch, you're marrying into it. If you had reservations, did you really want to do that? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe things change. Maybe she saw something different after she got married. I don't know.
0: Hmm.
1: How you yeah. think?
0: I don't know either. And I just hope they stay together and because they're expecting another baby.
1: Yes, and... I've heard that. Yeah.
0: What's the position on
1: what's, what sort of is, is the American's position on the royal family very positive? Is it like, is it like a positive sort of perspective? I,
0: I think it is. I mean, I I am. I mean, I've always been. I've always liked the royal family. I find them fascinating. You know, Um, I've never been against them. I just think the queen should wear a riding helmet when she's on her horse. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I would like to have a word with her about that. That's not going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. uh, I mean, we're not. I mean, I haven't. The people and my friends that I've talked to, we haven't said anything really negative about them. You know, we just, we're just worried. You know, that we want Harry to be happy and stay together and um, and just not be alienated from his family.
1: Well, that's what we're talking about now, isn't it? It's, um, it's, it's quite easy to do that. And you've also got the risk of them, their children being alienated from the royal family as well. Mm-hmm. And like growing up in America... At The end of the day, I, I don't know what nationality their children is. Um, the first one was it was I can't remember. Was it the son or a daughter? I can't remember. Was it was it Alfie that the was boy, wasn't it? It was Archie. Was it
0: Archie? Archie, that's was it? A, yes,
1: was a boy. Yes, um, I don't know if that, if that if Archie was born in this country. I I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what 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 sort of position they are in the royal family. But it would be a shame. Um because you see, it, it probably happens in the royal family as well. People get alienated against other people. It's, um, it's. I don't know. I don't know. I, I do. I do see a lot of when when I've been to the Buckingham Palace a few times, and you, you to be honest, you do see a lot of Americans.
0: Mm-hmm. Like they're,
1: they're fascinated with Buckingham Palace, aren't they? So.
0: Oh, I was there. I was there. I was waiting for the change of guard, and no one came out.
1: <laughs> oh right okay
0: (laughs) i was i was on i was by the fountain i was sitting on Well, there was a bunch of people on the fountain and we were waiting and nothing ever happened so it's like well that's disappointing and then we left
1: (laughs) i used to um, i used to live in london um years ago um i'd left about 2016 and um the only thing I I enjoyed the work life in terms of the hustle and bustle and how busy it was all the time, and because I worked in the middle of Soho, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know if you've to Oxford Street, and um, I worked just off there, and I enjoyed that bit. But because I lived close to Central, I couldn't get away from the business when I went home, and so there was another thing as well. It was, it was ridiculously expensive. Eventually, I couldn't afford to live there, so I had to leave. Purely for mm-hmm. financial reasons, um, which is a shame because I went down there to try and pursue a career in what I wanted to do. So mm-hmm. um, I tried to pursue a career in film production. So um, mm-hmm. because that's what I went to university for, and um, got down and I got my foot in the door. My my friend Ian, who lives over there right now, he sort of helped me with a lot of sort of interviews and staying at his his flat the evening, and whilst I went to interviews and things like that. And that helped. And then my daughter's mom who I was with at the time, she had a, got a job as a nurse. But um, it was just ridiculously expensive for a one bedroom apartment. um We, I think, we were talking about well, it is in American dollars. It was like eight hundred and fifty pounds for a, a month. And oh. so you talk, yeah, you're talking probably about fourteen hundred dollars a right. month for a, for a one bedroom apartment. Oh no absolutely ridiculous and it wasn't even in the best end of London either it was just a normal area so it was it wasn't that's was the sort of thing and then when my daughter's mum lost her job that just became pretty much impossible to sort mm. of deal with so um, yeah but yeah essentially there's a, to be honest a lot of people in America need to know there's a lot more to, to England than it is just London I get the impression that a lot a lot of people in America just want to visit London and there's a, there's a there's a hell of a lot in, in England that I've got a lot of history. Oh, yes. you've only really, really got a, well look at the biggest band that's ever lived, the Beatles. Liverpool, that mm-hmm. was. The, you can still go to the old car. Is it the what's it? What's it, Caravan Club or whatever it's called? Uh, oh. Yeah, the, it's little pub still in in Liverpool and the docks, and yeah, it's a historic place. And then you've got Manchester um you got Birmingham you got this huge have you ever heard of um Full Monty Monty.
0: yes yes loved
1: it that was was filmed in Sheffield which is where my girlfriend's from Rachel she's from Sheffield that's where that was filmed so yeah you got some historic places in this country it's just uh yeah it's great
0: well even like um I would even say, even up north, you've got Durham Cathedral, uh, yeah. Northumberland, uh, that's a castle, I believe, the castle yeah. in Northumberland. And um, okay, the one uh, that I really loved, um, Lindisfarne Castle. I don't know if you've been York up to as Lindisfarne. Well. York, York. York, yes, yeah. York,
1: York, York at that where one of the old uh, Roman emperors used to live in York. And um, <laughs> it's, yeah, there's some like amazing um like where i'm from in derby you've got um the a lot of the industrial revolution started there and you've heard of rolls royce right mm-hmm. that's where that's where rolls royce started in derby so hmm. um, yeah so there's a, a lot more interesting things in this country than just oh <laughs> uh, so.
0: do you try to <laughs> educate your daughter into all this like there's there's more than honestly
1: i i do <laughs> <laughs> i do i take her to a lot of pl- I, i've taken her to a fair few places um around the country just to show her sort of different things because um, I, I i took her to i actually took her to york and i showed her around all york and and the one thing she noticed she she was like york just looks like harry Harry Potter, something like something out of the Harry Potter film. Right. I says, yeah, I guess I'll take your word for it. I guess I don't really watch Harry Potter, but I, I did see what she's talking about, mm-hmm. and it's very much a Harry Potter look sort of setting, and he has them shops to sell all those merchandise. Very
0: yeah, very yes. narrow streets. Yeah.
1: Yes, yes. There's one street where you literally two people side by side. You 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 would not fit a car down there. No right. chance Right. Um, and I can't believe, well, I can't remember the st- name of the street now, but yeah, it's, um, I took her down there. We went on a, because um, I didn't want to drive there. It was it was coming up to Christmas and I wanted to take her somewhere, sort of, because it's sort of an annual thing with me and Lauren I always take her for a day, either a weekend or a day out over Christmas to mm. sort, of, so, sort of get into the Christmas mood. And that weekend, I took her to York and um, I didn't want to drive. So what we did was, and at the time, um, it was just coming up to Christmas. i just spent all my money on Christmas presents. So I thought, oh, I need to do something. I need to find a way. And so my mom, my mom, I, I joke about my mom because she's 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 a bit of a wheeling dealer My mom is. She knows how to get the. She knows how to get every penny out of deals. And then um, yeah. she's, <laughs> she's like that. I call her Mo Slater's character in EastEnders. That sort like that. And um, <laughs> so I sometimes call her Mo Slater. Um, <laughs> she she managed to find me this um company uh she managed to find me this company which does like coach trips and things like that and um we it was just uh, in a little place called Ilkeston. this pub was and we got and we drove there uh parked my car up there um and then when i got when i got there the, the coach was dressed all in christmas decorations and um, the the bus driver was all dressed in Christmas clothes oh. and all that sort of stuff, and oh, it's absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant, and mm-hmm. and she she loved it. And night, like, and I was sort of explaining a lot of things. So me and me and Alana do talk a hell of a lot about a lot of different things. That's we we have a almost like a friends sort of relationship, but I still parent her. I need to parent her.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: so yeah, it's um. Sometimes people think I'm a bit too soft, but I'm, I'm. Trust me, I'm not. Absolutely not.
0: So, have you met her boyfriend yet?
1: <laughs> um, yes, once, um, and I spoke to him on the phone because what happened, well, The first time I saw him, she was she was. I don't know if you heard of Lichfield. Oh yeah. Um, yes, the big cathedral. Well, she was doing a. Um, she was in a, a choir. Mm. And um, and just before lockdown happened over here, we, I, I drove to Litchfield and watched her do this um, performance with this choir from, of all the little schools around the areas. And they all did their own little performances. And I think my daughter's school finished already a Gaga about Queen. And, um, and then all of a sudden I, I saw my daughter shout, Dad! There's my boyfriend, and she grabbed him. She almost grabbed him by the scruff of the neck and pulled him over. And then he <laughs> saw me, and he never looked so frightened in his life. And then, and then, and then, um, and then he. She was on the phone, so she asked if she could sort of speak to him on FaceTime. And I said, "Yeah, that's fine." And, and then I spoke to him, and he seemed okay. So I'm not one of these dads who will get don't get me wrong. I was a little bit. Oh, you're gonna be okay. But with alarm, she's very feisty. She's she's not. I don't think I've got to worry about her. Maybe more about him. But yeah. <laughs> um, she's um, she's very feisty. And um, but she's she's growing up so well. She's very polite. She, she's polite to like new people. So uh, we we went round my brother's my brother's girlfriend's house. And she he met my brother's girlfriend's children and she didn't she went up to, to him and shook all the hands and shook uh, and said hello and blah 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 and yeah, she's a very polite polite kid. So and um but yeah, she also she also knows she can tell you when she wants something, she's not afraid to tell you when she's got to want something. So
0: mm-hmm. Well, that's good. It's good for her to be assertive, you know.
1: She's very assertive, very assertive, absolutely. Um, It's just
0: so hard for these young people growing up. We got this pandemic going on, and I just feel sorry for them because, uh, you know, how often do they get to socialize with their friends?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Well, at the minute, we're suffering. I, I, I suffered with the whole being almost trapped out of people seeing people because as much as I have my small circle of friends I've got a very small circle of friends and don't get me wrong I know a lot of people speak to a lot of people but when I consider people like friends and stuff like that I've got a small circle and um, and I've missed just going around their house or just saying to one of them oh do you want to meet in the pub or because one of the things I I did I know it's not I know it's not very good in terms of my training, but whenever we've had, uh, like for example, we've gone kickboxing, done a couple of hours at kickboxing, we'll have a sparring session, a few sparring sessions, and then we'll, we'll it's not very professional, but we'll go in the pub afterwards. <laughs> and um, and um, then, there's, um, there's you know, it's our paracetamol. And um, then it's, um, it's just nice to just go in the pub afterwards and chill out and speak to people and just sort of, you know what I mean, and relax. And there's this this one pub that we used to have called the Smithfield in Derby, and we used to go in there. And slish across the car park when we trained, and we used to go in there and just chilling there, and in, in an outside little garden that overlooked a little uh, the, the river and going through Derby, and um, it, it was nice. And I just missed doing that, or just meeting up with friends. And the one thing me and Alana used to do was uh, go to the cinema an awful lot. We'd Right. Yes, we we love the cinema. Even if we're there's <laughs> been a couple of times where we've even gone to see a film we've already seen. But we we, we like it. It's somewhere it's almost like a sanctuary. Um, right. she loves it. She loves sitting there and there's there's a cinema in, in Derby where we are called the Odin Cinema and you've got the reclining seats and things like that and yeah, she loves it. Yeah, she loves it. And it's yeah, she's it's, I think one day we went and seen three films. But um one day it's um yeah, she's she doesn't ask for a lot, Alana's and that's one thing. She doesn't ask for a lot. Oh. So she's very easily pleased. So um mm-hmm. yeah, some people say she's spoiled. in some ways all kids are. Um see other things that other people have, but she she's she's doing she's doing really well. She's coming on with the reading and writing. I had to um work from home for a little bit and she was with me one afternoon and I was helping all the schoolwork as well as doing my job. That was a, that was a, that was a hard task. So, um, yeah, Yeah. but she did it with minimal, minimal assistance. Did you guys have, did you guys have to do a lot of homeschooling with, um, with, um, uh,
0: offline or I'm sorry, online classes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, how was Definitely.
0: that? Well, from here, talking, well, my kids are all grown up, but other yeah. people are like, this is, it's almost like the kids aren't learning anything, no. you know?
1: No, it, they're, not, it, they're not in a learning settlement, are they?
0: No, no, and they need to be back into a routine. Yeah. And back in the classroom. it's just. It's, I don't think it's fair to the teachers. It's not fair to the kids.
1: Are they back now? Are they back in schools now?
0: You know, it's like that. My, my youngest one who's going to be graduating, he'll have like two days in the classroom and then the rest are online classes at home. So oh, I, I, I don't know, it's kind of weird.
1: <laughs> our children are back now, full time. Back, oh, back wow. in school. Yeah, back. But that's, that's a year though. That's taken a year to go back to schools full school time. Wow. And um, wow. um, we've got this roadmap in this country to come out of lockdown because no country can, can stay in a lo- lo- lockdown for a year and not be affected by it. Mm-hmm. And um, they, we have got the vaccines. I think Britain's vaccines are surpassing everyone's. I think we've vaccinated like, some, like 20, 20, 22, 23 million people. Mm-hmm. And um, they're flying for the vaccines, getting more vaccine because they just need to get things back to normal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and it's two ways you can look at it. And you hear what you see one side of the people saying, oh no, it's not worth it. People need to just stay in and blah blah blah. But you've got to understand people are seriously, get, seriously getting seriously get affected by this. Like mm-hmm. it's all right saying yes, yeah, stay in and save lives, but what about the people's lives who will get infected mentally? There mm-hmm. has to find an alternative. You can't just expect people to stay at home and not do anything and see people, it's just absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. And I know from experience, I know from experience, like last year, when the lockdown first happened, it was almost tranquil for a little bit because there was nothing happening. It was quiet. The hustle and bustle had gone. It was almost like, you almost could chill. But after a bit, the isolation set in and it came horrible and all the people that you could reach out to whenever you needed to you couldn't do that anymore and there's only so much you could do on a phone
2: mm-hmm.
1: there's only so much you could do on a FaceTime. and with me because with the way the lockdown happened my daughter had to shield for about three months so i couldn't see her face face three months mm. and so that was almost like i felt like i was back to where i was before when it just hit me so hard so and you're hearing of people like Seriously, damaged mental health issues, and that can be mm-hmm. that. That's a killer as well. So, right. so you, this country is actually proactively finding a way to try and get out of it because it, it needs to. It needs to. Mm-hmm. We can't stay in lockdown. And to be fair, these people aren't even following it anyway. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, right. These people Same here.
1: Yeah, these people aren't even following it. Anyway, I went to, I went to Asda. I don't know if you know of Asda. It's it's a grocery awesome. store. Yes, the Walmart, what you guys got over there. Yeah. It's kind of a link. Yeah. And it was it was like nothing different. Mm-hmm. All you all you could see is people wearing masks, that's it. It was like there was nothing to change. Um I admit this our city centre, our the town, it, it it is probably completely empty because none of the shops are open. Um, but the, the normal shops where people are, people are just finding a way to get out, even if it's just going around shops just to something to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, yeah. And more people are walking more than ever.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: So, which is probably a good thing in that respect. Right,
0: right. <laughs> Definitely. Um,
1: so, I, see, I start, I, I've since my kickboxing stopped, um, it's stopped. And uh, to, there's ways you can look at that i'm I'm a bit i don't know how I think about it because you see loads of different my my we we a lot of our members are still paying for our our club even though we're not getting any service for it and um and there's ways you can look at it, it it's it, you look at how they respond when you actually go back and what they do for you when they go when you go back uh because at the end of the day if you supported them you should really get something back mm-hmm. um, but um i'm waiting I, I can't wait to get back and train properly because i'm i'm having to run at the minute and i can't stand running
2: mm-hmm. and
1: um, i'm not a fan of running i what is in america i think of pounds i weigh about 208 pounds or something like that mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, i'm only 180 centimeters so um i running's not good <laughs>
0: no it's, it's hard and, uh, on your knees too it's yeah, really not good for you
1: yeah yeah, mm-hmm. and my, my brother's trying to lose weight. Uh, my brother's a big guy, and he's trying to lose weight and get fitter again. And um, I walk around like physically healthily around 210 pounds around that park um, mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm, I'm stocky anyway. And mm-hmm. but what my brother knocks on my door at like five o'clock in the morning to go for a run, and I'm looking at him thinking, You're crazy. Um, but we go on these runs, and it's. I, 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 we went on one on Friday, yesterday morning, and it was the first time and ever that I'd actually. It's the first time ever that I'd actually enjoyed it.
2: Mm-hmm. I'd
1: never enjoyed run before, but, mm-hmm. but my heart wasn't pumping out of its chest. I must be getting bitter, My heart wasn't pumping out of its chest. I was practically cruising. And I think we broke our minute mile by about a minute. So mm-hmm. uh, we broke our first mile by like a minute, and it was it was it was great. Um, but we, there'll be a day where I get up on a morning, I'm not feeling it. It will come again. Uh, yeah. But it's because I just don't like it. i just do not like running. This is why I chose kickboxing because it was a sport that even even though it was exerting, it was it was it was more interesting. Right, and it was it was less boring. So, um, how about, I'm get, trying to how about like,
0: yeah? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, to, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. How about getting your daughter into that?
1: I, you know what, I have tried. She, she's so she's quite flexible, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, she's getting a bit of weight. And then I'm trying to get her into some sort of sport, tried or some sort of exercise. Tried. She's into a walking lately. She's doing a lot of walking lately, okay. which is which is good. That's good. Um but she i'm trying she's come to a couple of classes at where I go um and I'll admit she skipped the sort of warm up because the warm up's very intense, and right. she wouldn't be able to sort of keep up because she can't run very fast and when I say really very fast she's with her autism and stuff like that, people don't realize it also affects your mobility as well mm-hmm. and it, and she has something which affected her mobility, which even though she's very flexible her sprinting is like someone's jogging. Like, do you understand, mm-hmm. she, she can't, it's almost like she doesn't have any fast twitch fibers mm-hmm. in, to, in order to make that explosive running sprinting. And mm-hmm. so, so, but she's very good in some things. She's very flexible. Like I'll see her do a kick and a kick's sort of better than mine. <laughs> and then uh-huh. and I, from, a, from a technique point of view, and I'm supposed to be a black belt, and from mm-hmm. a technique point of view, like, they're better than mine. They're just not very really fast. So she hasn't got this sort of explosive sort of thing. But I'm trying to sort of get her into some sort of sport. She's been a couple of times where she's been with me and my friends to do it. And I've tried to do pad work with her and stuff like that. And um, it's it's hard keeping her interested. Some of these kids today, are I, I think, just got before support them into the games and stuff like that. And it's hard to get them off them and just do something right. so physical. I know and it. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I just... Absolutely, and you'll get her, you'll get my daughter walking, and but it, she'll get bored after an half an hour to an hour. Whereas I just want to go out walking for an hour or two, maybe three, mm-hmm. and my daughter just wouldn't be able to do that. Um, mm-hmm. she I'd be having to carry her for like yeah. half the time. <laughs> um, yeah, so my my girlfriend likes to walk. She does a lot and I and joke I call her I call her Crazy Legs as well. I call my mate Crazy Legs because when he does because he's I've got a friend called Mike who's like probably one of the best Taekwondo kickers I've ever seen in my life. And um but I call him Crazy Legs for that. But I call my girlfriend Rachel Crazy Legs because when we're walking, I've never seen someone walk so fast. And um <laughs> And I'm like, you could be like an Olympic walker or something. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I would be afraid to take my daughter walking with her because of that. she like, she ain't going to keep up with you. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, she's. I'm trying to get into sports. I'm trying to get into something. Because the way I've always thought, even if you are physically limited, if you even if you are physically limited, you can always improve. You can always get better. You can always, there's always an improvement. Like I grew up physically limited. My my I've got an issue with my left leg on my left side. Mm-hmm. And I'm physically limited on my left side, and I've had to work on that, work on that, work on that to get better. It's it's not the fact that I'm lazy. It's just that I had. A, and as I was growing up, um, as I was when I was younger, I got really poorly. I'm talking. When I was about two years old. I got really poorly, and I had to learn to walk again. And um, mm. my legs went all my legs went all funny, I went really weak. And I remember having to get checked, for sort of physical problems. And mm-hmm. then, so, sort of as I grow up, I've got, I, I've had issues with my sort of feet and sort of, sort of walking on the outside of my feet. And, sort of, and I've always had to overcome that and I've always had to overcome physical challenges. And this is sort of the example I'm having to sort of deal with my daughter. And um sort of explain to her that you can do it, you can get to these levels and you can do things and improve. Um so this is the sort of example I'm trying to live my give my daughter as well. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: not, not to give up. My brothers my brother's the same. My brothers my brother's a very my my brother's a very driven individual. And um he doesn't give up either. He's he's mm-hmm. we're we're running and he's a lot bigger than me and but he he will still get up every morning at 5am to go running and it's wow (laughs) yeah every morning and it's such a and it's he's such a driven individual he's also a discus and athletics coach like and Mm -hmm. he's also got he's also an operations director for his company and stuff like that and he's so and his times and i look at him and thinking i don't know how you do it Mm -hmm. um but he doesn't have children so i don't know if that's a part of that that's so, how he does it that's how he does it yeah <laughs> I, I think i've said to before you throw a child into the mix you're losing 80% of that time <laughs> right right <laughs> so yeah but yeah he's a he's a very driven individual so i, I give my props and i've never we we're, we're not we're very similar in some ways but we're very different a lot of ways from me and my brother very different um, we've got the same sort of sense of humour, sort of twisted sense of humour, mm-hmm. but it, it, we're both very different in the way we approach different things. So, yeah, it's um, he's, he's, very, he's he, he has a lot of friends. He's, he's and he has a lot of people to sort of support. Him, so because he's quite a funny guy, so um, mm-hmm. so yeah. But and like I say, he's he's he, he's um, he's very he gets on very well with Alana So that's good. She's got that. Sort of all the. All my daughter's uncles and aunties are on my side. She doesn't have any on mum's side. Oh yeah, huh? Yeah, they're all yeah, they're all on my side. So wow. she's got yeah, she's got an auntie. She's got two uncles. So I became an uncle for the first time a few days ago.
0: Oh, congratulations!
1: Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you, my brother Callum. I've got a younger brother, half brother called Callum. and him him and his um, fiance Megan had a a daughter the other day. So and Aww. yes, I have an uncle for the first time. So maybe I'll get more, maybe I'll be more. But
0: <laughs> Well, I'm glad your daughter has contact with all her, you know, aunts and uncles and
1: Yes. Yeah, I tried to keep her I tried to keep her in touch with everyone really. Um mm-hmm. try to keep in touch with everyone because at the end of the day she's she's got family around everywhere. So I don't want her just limited to stoke on Trent as she lives. So mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, that's it's, good. Um, yeah, yeah, and hopefully, like I said, godparents live in New Jersey, so um, hopefully I can come over there this year. Fingers crossed, and sort of have a look around there. It'll be the first time I've visited America. I've never been. I've always mm-hmm. wanted to go. If I can get over, I can. So, mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to it. If I can get there. How's your book going on? How's, how's that getting on? Is that is that getting it- alright?
0: it's going, it's going good. Yeah. The the sales are going, they're, they're constant, which is good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I put out a book of poems, kind of like legal poems, but some of them are very, they're, they're kind of sarcastic kind of towards uh, CPS and um, judges and, (laughs) and um, yeah, some of them are, are, like that and some of them are kind of serious but some of them make you think i don't know um i didn't realize i, I, like, that sarcastic
1: many. Humor. I like sarcastic humor I oh like, yeah I they're like
0: sarcastic humor. oh yeah yeah some of them <laughs> but yeah because yeah, it's called uh, cry out for justice poems of truth so <laughs> yeah
1: yes yes i'm very um uh, is, is is are you getting on okay with the film, or is that is that um, yeah? That go
0: that's going actually. That's going great. Uh, the yeah. producer has partial funding. Yes, so thank God for that. And um, cool. so we're just well. Actually, he's he's the one doing all the 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 work. You know, trying to yeah. get a, con, uh, a d- director and a an list director, a list actress.
1: Wow yes that would be interesting
0: yeah because it's be... Just gonna be yeah it's gonna be inspired off my book it it won't be my life story it'll be yeah inspired what...
1: yeah, yeah inspired by it. yeah yeah loosely based i think yeah yeah that's yeah, good. that's so very good
0: yeah. i hope this can be done it would be nice um because i think people need to be aware of what's going on in these courtrooms absolutely,
1: and absolutely. it's yeah it, it's this. There's, there's so many things going on in the world at the minute, and that's just another one. So, Isn't um, it? yes, it, yeah. It's you've got all sorts of problems in the world at the minute, and we, we can't just ignore parental alienation. That's a huge part of what's going on at the minute. Mm-hmm. And you, you've got that. That you've seen. I think I watched something the other day. Um, it was like a mini series about something like that. I'll have to try and find it and tell you. And um, but it was going, it was talking about parental alienation. I don't know if you heard of what did, did you ever hear of the story on Jason Patrick? Jason Patrick, uh, no, they, he Jason Patrick's the actor who was in Lost Boys, Lost, um, okay. yes, he was, um, he I think he was a sperm donor or something like that, and he actually fought for parental rights to that child
2: mm-hmm.
1: and i don't know I, I haven't got a particular position on it but i think he won pretty sure he won i think mm-hmm. he got the rights to actually see his child because he's biologically his child so I, I, I think he had some sort of core issues in regards to that as well it mm-hmm. was kind of kind of interesting and uh, i was reading up on i was reading about this one well, i think he's got i think he's got like a website called stick up for Gus or something like that Mm-hmm. and um it, it was interesting how uh, yeah jay that someone of that high profile was sort of going through stuff like that so it was um maybe him yeah <laughs> maybe, maybe him he um he that i reckon if someone approached him he would be very keen on something like that mm-hmm. because um he's gone through something similar so and he's a very high profile name. I'm not sure if he's an A-list anymore, but um, he's a yeah. very happy film.
0: Yeah, I think he um, could still be A-list, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Oct- Lost Boys, Lost oh, one of my favourite films of all time. That's a uh, mm-hmm. great film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One in Speed. He was in Speed 2 or something as well. Oh, sure uh, Keanu Reeves. He was in the first one. I think he was I think the, the second one. I'm pretty sure Jason Patrick's in the second oh,
0: one. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm.
1: Yes. Yeah, maybe, maybe approach him. <laughs> well,
0: one. it's like um, some of my friends, we were watching The Conjuring. Have you watched The Conjuring movie?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've watched The Conjuring too, and I've watched The Nun as well. I'll mm-hmm. be honest with you. I like scary films. Mm-hmm. I, I very much like scary films. However... I have a threshold. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And the nun was my threshold. Some of the things that happened in the nun, I was in the cinema, and I see, I'm naturally jumpy anyway. That's just who I am. I'm sort of jumpy (laughs) anyway. Uh, But some of the things that happened in the nun... I've got, I had my, I was at my drink and I chewed my straw in half because I was so stressed. (laughs) That film, that film stressed me out so much. Mm. I was like, oh, that film, The Nun, stressed me out so much. (laughs) There was a bit in it where he got dragged underneath into the grave.
2: Yes, And
1: She she was underneath him and she, oh, no, that's just, just, that just bit my, Snap my nerves in half. Oh, that, no.
0: especially when all the bells were ringing and she was standing oh, in the cemetery in the dark. And it's like, well, where is he? Which one is it? It's like, oh my god!
1: Horrible. It's, you've got to have some, you've got to have some, um some sense of humor or some sort of dark imagination to do stuff like that. But apparently, that's what they used to do in the war. Them, I don't know if. I don't know if you're aware. During the plague and stuff like that, people—was it the plague? I think it's the plague. During the plague, or oh, people were dying, they'll they put the reason why they put them bells down there is because people, people, would, they people just get buried because they thought they would die. But if you're alive, you use the bell to ring, to ring, to say, "Dig me back out."
0: Right, right.
1: Surely, after a few minutes, you'd die of suffocation anyway. Yeah. So, so people just get buried with nothing. But, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. That's oh, creepy. <laughs> the,
1: the grudge. The grudge did me as well.
0: Oh, uh, yes, exactly. That was the
1: first one. Is Sarah Michelle Gellar? No. Nah. Yes,
0: that was very. And I think the second one was just pretty bad as... as well. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually, when... your daughter's going to get into these because I don't know if she goes on sleepovers with her friends and they put on a spooky movie.
1: Yeah. She. Uh, I tell you what. She's in. So I think she's she's curious. You know. She's very curious, and one of her friends, Kira, um, one of her friends from over here, she's she, she she had a first sleepover in Derby. She was quite um she and I, but I sort of stayed there just in case there was a problem, and um, said because her um, her friend Kira, her dad is my one of my friends, and um, he the, she's curious of scary films. I'll be honest, I don't know if this is a bit of dad moment. I tried to introduce it to one and because I sort of pushed the boundaries, and maybe it was the wrong one to introduce it to. Well, it was definitely the wrong one to introduce it to because that film was switched off oh, in like no. 20 minutes. That film was so, Nine Round Elm Street. Oh, um, yes, yeah. The, the 1984 version. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. no, 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 no. I see, I've got friends who love that film, the, the, the little. The, the 80s slasher films that are just hooked on him. I'm a big fan of them. And then Halloween, Nightmare Namaste, I love them all. Um, mm-hmm. But the first death, where that girl gets dragged up the wall, and oh no, oh, yes. alarm was like, no chance, no, ran straight out of the room. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, and I was like, but you watched jaws bite someone in half how is it any different but no i think it's the whole spooky thing going on and i think it made her uncomfortable so yeah that didn't work yeah so we tried i think yeah i think the first we've got is gremlins which she is that horror or is it sort of like a a comedy horror i don't know Mm-hmm. But that's mm-hmm. that's as far as we got. I don't think she's got the I <laughs> don't she's got the girls to yeah. watch it yet. Um well, but I've tried. I've tr- I try I try I tell you what. I tried with Ghostbusters and she was okay. Mm-hmm. I know that I know that's not really scary, but there's a couple of things that she was okay with. Um so I'm sort of I'm trying to teeter her up. Yeah. Aww.
0: I'm
1: trying to, te- to uh. teeter her up.
0: Well, when she gets older, she'll be getting into the horror films eventually. We all got sucked into them, you know?
1: Yes. Oh, yes. But uh, it, in my opinion, they don't, you know, you know, the horrors are just getting more graphic. And they're yes. just getting more mentally twisted. Whereas mm-hmm. back in the 80s, they almost had like a comedy element to it. I know there were was, was slasher movies and they was supposed to be scary. But when I watch him now, they've almost got like a comedy, Fred, like Freddie, Freddie Krueger. He, some of the things he says, I find them. Is it wrong? I find myself laughing to some of the things he says. I'm like <laughs> the sarcastic killer and that sort of stuff. There's, there, there's a, there's a bit in the third one where he pulls her into the TV and he starts making oh, all yes. these remarks, and I'm like, he's actually quite funny.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, so. <laughs> But you don't really get that anymore. It's um, well, it's there's
0: almost, Sean. There's Sean of the Dead. I thought that was
1: great, great film.
0: Yes, that's a it? great
1: film. That's a great film. And the the Winchester pub. That is a typical English pub. That is that is how it is every year. That is yes, a, that sort of pub. That is. They got that bang on. Anyone who's seen that, that is how our pubs are.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, it is. I yeah, I loved it. <laughs>
1: There's always someone on the fruit. There's always on the fruit machine. Always... <laughs> <laughs> that's for my brother. My brother's not on there. My brother's not on the fruit machine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's a great film. And it's the bit where they start the lock themselves in the pub, and then he gets dragged out at the end. One of the blokes get dragged out at the end, and his partner follows him. And it's like, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it, it's classic British comedy horror. It's great. Excellent. Um, yes, absolutely. Um, what are, What are you? You got what? Are, what's What's it like over in America? In all curiosity, what's it like in terms of the lockdown? Are you guys gonna be coming out of it soon?
0: I hope so. I know they're vaccinating people that want to be vaccinated. Some people don't want to be vaccinated. Um, I I don't know. Um, of course, does Joe Biden out. have
1: a plan? Has he come out of like an exit strategy?
0: Not that I know of. Um, yeah, not that I know of, um, it's kind of willy nilly in a way, you know, it's like whoever wants to get the vaccination. Okay. If you don't, you know, they started vaccinating all the elderly first, of course your doctors and nurses first, you know, and then they'll work their way down to other people that kind of don't need it, but you know what I'm saying? If they want it, they can have it.
1: Is there a lockdown in place? Is there a lockdown in America?
0: Yeah, I mean there was, I mean, I mean, I had COVID over Christmas. It was a Christmas COVID. Did you? <laughs> yes. And so did my husband. So we were like what miserable. That, oh, it was just like having the flu only 20 times worse.
1: Oh. Um, and the flu is horrible.
0: Oh um, yeah. Yeah. And that lasted like two weeks. But then there's after effects that can last up to six months. And um and that's no joke.
1: <laughs> there's, a, there's a man over here, right? There's a presenter over here called Kate Garroway. And her husband, I'm not going to say he was healthy. I don't know. I don't know what his health conditions are. He got COVID sort of last March. And he's still in a coma. Oh, no. He's still in like a coma, like a coma sort of state after a year. So maybe the COVID does affect different people better. That mm-hmm. to me, that says it all. It affects people differently.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And mm-hmm. and if you if you do have underlying health conditions or whatever, then it is gonna hit you like that. But mm-hmm. there is gonna be a small percentage of people who do have some sort of ridiculous like where their immune system doesn't have any any protection against it at all. And you are gonna get that. So oh. well I, I I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I was asking out of curiosity from a self perspective. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, yeah. so, when I want to come I, over there. So, yeah. It's,
0: it's hard to say. It affects everyone differently. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I know of a guy that is in uh, in a well, coma. He's not doing very well. He had to have a lung transplant. <laughs> I mean, really? Like, like, this could be bad. It's whatever this viruses or whatever whoever inflicted this on all of us, thanks a lot. Because of COVID. Yes.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. My um my girlfriend had a um, she had a bit of an issue over over December, right at start of December. I, I didn't know that she had asthma, but this asthma came on all of a sudden. And she had to go in, she, like one night we're in bed and all of a sudden I woke up, she was coughing, her, coughing profusely and she was going blue and oh no. like, yeah, and I just had to get her to the hospital in Sheffield and she was in hospital for a week and mm. um, she didn't have COVID or anything, but she was in this um, like lung department or something, I can't remember what it's called. She didn't tell me cystic fibrosis or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, gotcha. But I mean, and, um, and she, she, this cough didn't go for a while. And so she's, she's very, she's very worried about, she is very worried about COVID. Um, mm. but, um, yeah, she's very worried about it. Um,
0: oh, terrible. So,
1: yeah, she, but she's had a vaccine, which is good. But she, I think good. she had a bit of a, she had a, a reaction to it for a few days, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people are, um,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: but the way I see it, I think everyone, I think ninety-five percent of people are going to have a reaction to it, because it's it, you're putting something in unnatural in your body.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you're putting something unnatural in your body to cope with something unnatural. So you you are going to have something, some sort of side effects. It's only normal. But people are jumping on the bandwagon saying, "See, see, see, we shouldn't be having it. It's dangerous."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, no, it's you're putting something in your body to combat if you've got to deal with a few side effects deal with, to to beat a, a much bigger problem then so be it so you know what i mean it's 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 like accepting a cold to beat something much bigger right so, no no wow. absolutely not but well, yeah she, she she's fine now
0: so yeah oh that's good well, on that COVID note, <laughs> I'm going to
1: let you <laughs> on the
0: negative note, hopefully, and we'll meet up again and um, maybe have you back on in a couple months or so and, and yeah, 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 back of you because you're getting a following. So
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's nice. So I will have uh, Davey from Darby back on slam the gavel of a podcast to help the public understand what really goes on in the family courtrooms that in turn perpetuate parental alienation i am your host marian petri author of dismantling family court corruption why taking the kids was not enough and cry out for justice poems of truth please join us again with davy and other guests on my podcast thank you so much
1: no worries thank you very much for having me again thank you very much
0: thank you